Hello! Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode 57 for Sunday, August 21st, 2016. I am Shane and I am joined by Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was quick. (laughs) Hey, Tony, what's going on? Hey, Squeaky McGee over there. What's going on, man? Oh, I'm, I'm good. Good mood, you know. I'm good. Know, huh? stuff. Uh, <laughs> how about you? What are you up to? Uh, you said something. You barely have to say anything. And I was like, no, no. Well, and it's never. I can't ever do it when I'm really trying to. <laughs> can get the squeak out when. Yeah. Squeak yeah. out when I just don't. <laughs> just don't care. Uh, and apparently our title is dumb, but I didn't put it in there, so I don't know who you're really making fun of, Tony. Hmm. Who said I wrote that? <laughs> you wrote it and you said it was dumb too? All right. Uh, what are you Are you drinking water? What are you drinking? Anything special? Uh, I'm actually partaking in some red wine and I don't know what kind it is. Very classy. Very good. Very good. I wish I had some red wine right now. That sounds nice. It's really classy out of the bottle. That's me. That's Very classy. That is more classy, in fact. Pretty confident. Ooh. Classiest. That other voice is Matt. Matt, hey. what is happening? <laughs> I am doing fantastic. Actually, today I was using my uh, my World of Warcraft skills. Uh, I had what a Grandmaster tailoring or tailoring or something, uh, taking those skills to the real world, and I hemmed up a pair of pants. What <laughs> level are you right now? Because you learned I definitely leveled up. Okay, you actually learned life, that though. from World of Warcraft, of course. <laughs> Did you go to the auction Very... house to get some of your material? Oh yeah, I had to run back a few times. Uh-huh. Yeah, been there. Yeah. <laughs> you see any naked night elves dancing on the mailbox on the way? Yeah, yeah. Nice. You run to the auction house and buy some some thread and a needle, and then you have to run to the mailbox to collect it right away. Oh man, sweet. You had a big day, I bet. <laughs> yeah, it was a big day. <laughs> <laughs> man, I saw you had like a water bottle or something, right? I have a water bottle, and I was just finishing off some uh, chai tea. Oh, uh, I do enjoy. I do like some chai. Chai, chai tea. What are you drinking, Chai? Chai and ch- it's some is just chai different than chai tea, or is that? I mean, chai yeah, is we, like the spice, right? Yeah, I think it's a mixture of spices. W- would you say you're a so. chai guy? Ah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That just reminds me of the Nintendo, the the <laughs> Mario character. What shy guy is it? Shy guy. Yeah. Well, anything else new, Matt? Anything? No, not much. Yeah. No, no, good. Okay, cool. What's Shane drinking, if anything? Oh, right, that. Uh, basically, <laughs> basically like a vodka Red Bull, but with rock star energy. I think I needed that. I was I drove to and fro the Renaissance Fair before this, and um, a little sleepy along the way. Uh, but but I'm okay now. I think. Hopefully, I don't just pass out randomly on the show. Were <laughs> you able to use your Warcraft skills on at the Renaissance Fair? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one, but yes. <laughs> Didn't sneak the up be- behind anyone and backstab them. The best of my ability. I ate. Uh, I ate some food and drank drank and some things, and uh, I have my Star Wars shirt on, as you can maybe see here. Maybe you can't. I don't. The scream Renaissance. <laughs> can't quite. Yeah. Did oh, yeah. Not if you drink too much in Warcraft, doesn't the screen get all blurry? If I, that's oh, that's right. Yeah. You start, um, I guess, getting kind of dizzy. or Your controls get a little fuzzy, too. <laughs> it's going to go back and forth a little bit. You do yak, actually. Oh, yeah. I think you will. It's very true to life. Anywho. To life. The drinking Dang. part might be a little bit closer than the tailoring. <laughs> yeah. Can you level up on the drinking? <laughs> you don't enjoy it or anything. I mean, you enjoy the game, not so much the... The you just right-click on the beverage however many times, and then that's it. All right, this conversation is going nowhere that's, quick. That's just like, <laughs> the front part, you got one stack in a backpack, and you just keep clicking on it, and then you get drunk. One stack in a backpack. One stack. <laughs> one stack That'll in be a the backpack. name. That'll be the name of my novel uh, about my... With a, be a novel or a, my experience with World of Warcraft. 
Yep. Nice. I'm so tempted to go back. <laughs> Technically, I think I haven't unsigned up since the last time we tried to play. But anyway, let's uh, let's go right into the news, shall we? Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for a response. All right. News. TechCrunch, forgot to fill that in, TechCrunch reports. <laughs> Taking my time to fill that in. <laughs> Source reports. Facebook's new anti-clickbait algorithm buries bogus headlines. Facebook, you guys uh, are probably the least familiar with out of anybody I know, but uh, <laughs> you're still familiar. You know the Facebook. It's a, it's a, thing. It's a social media I've heard of it. platform, uh, if you haven't heard they are rolling out a new and and this was actually earlier in the month. This is what is this from the fourth, I guess. So still still relevant to this month, but they rolled out a new anti clickbait algorithm, and it is looking at websites that often exaggerate, distort, or withhold information from headlines. Going, uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say here? <laughs> Uh, they are having those particular articles with headlines. With those headlines, uh, they're disappearing from people's news feeds. Mm-hmm. And they're man- the way they achieve this is they manually classified tens of thousands of those headlines. And, you know, just to kind of be able to tell which ones those were, just get, get rid of them, basically, from, from your feed. Uh, and they had some examples here of those types of things. Uh, when she looked under her couch and saw this, I was shocked. You know, that sort of thing. He put garlic in his shoes and what happens next is hard to believe. Or the dog barked at the delivery man and his reaction was priceless. Uh, yeah. I think we <laughs> saw you link to those articles. I kind of want to see what those were. Yeah. What's up? I'm a, I want to be shocked. Examples. Examples. I, yeah. What am I clicking? Do I click here? I don't think you can click on those, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> So each story is getting uh, a score in order to determine how <laughs> egregious it is. Originally, I had a different Jeez. word in there. I don't know if you guys caught that. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, only going to change it or something. So uh, the higher the... Yes, bad. Thanks. Uh, that wasn't the word. Uh, actually had... All right, I'll just say it. I had uh, erogenous in there <laughs> before. Oh, we did it's been a fun renaissance fair. The higher the likelihood, uh, the more it punishes the entire page that shared shared it or the site that they link to, making all of their posts or referral links less visible. This shouldn't affect you if you post, for instance, they listed uh, you know one out of 50 pieces of clickbait. Uh, it's, obviously, it's meant more for those that are really abusing it. However, publishers can bounce back if if they're good, and but it can't build a page and launch. Uh, you know they can't go and build a page and then launch new websites after they've been punished for this, uh, since the offenders are identified on both the Facebook page and uh, the web domain level. So, uh, clickbait—it's one of the most complained parts about the news feed portion on Facebook. And people even, to the extent that they'll file bug reports against the algorithm, thinking it's, you know, wrong. And eh, eh, hopefully not so much anymore. This is aligning with Facebook's recent newsfeed values, uh, a couple of which are authentic communication and friends and family come first. So, yeah, take that for what it's worth. They, uh... (laughs) So... Uh, let's see here. What else we got here? Uh, they, they don't have a problem showing, showing this apparently, which I was kind of surprised about. They don't have a problem showing this to other social media companies if they want to see what they did in order to achieve this, which they, you know, they can trust them relatively well. It is a little, just seem a little bit backwards to me, but at the same time, they're not releasing, they're not publishing these guidelines, um, in order, you know, to avoid people essentially reverse engineering them. You know, people that want to actually abuse them. 
they did have a previous algorithm, anti-clickbait algorithm change in 2014 that looked for links that were liked but then quickly unliked. And in February, they identified links that had many links, uh, many clicks, but few likes. So they've kind of been, uh, over the last couple of years, they've been investigating this a bit. They have uh, since posted tips to publishers to avoid clickbait. Publishers are a bit nervous since they are taking, you know, they're suddenly taking a backseat to friends and family. Um, however, if this all works, it could also boost referral traffic for legitimate publishers. So, I know neither of you are real big into Facebook, but I am curious. Let's start with uh, start with you, Matt. Have you have you noticed this kind of stuff by chance? Clickbait. <laughs> All went over my head. I don't. I don't think I've used Facebook since I started doing news. So I was kind of curious. <laughs> the last time I did it, uh, it was just all, just all friends and family and posting stuff. So I'm kind of curious how the clickbait even got into that uh, that big stream of stuff. Well, so I, you are familiar. You are. You have seen at least clickbait outside of Facebook. I I assume. Oh yeah. yeah. And and, it's, on it. and, <laughs> and how does it make you feel, Matt? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's pretty obvious. I know what I'm getting into when I when I click on something like that. It's one page that I have to click next about fifty thousand times to see the the one thing that the clickbait uh, wanted oh, me yeah. to see. <laughs> That's a good point, Tony. So yeah, I don't. I use Facebook every once in a while on my phone. I'll just look at feeds and or just look at you know whatever the what is it again? Just your main to see what everybody says the the, the live feed whatever it is. It, I, I don't know if I've seen clickbait on that. Is this more on the computer? On the when you're looking at it online on the computer, or do I see clickbait on the mobile version? I, I don't know. I'm yeah. Well, maybe before it sounds like you're um, not going to really get it as much. But uh, I mean, on the live feed or whatever, I don't usually. I don't think I see it. I see advertisements, but I don't know if I see clickbait. Really? I click on here to lose twenty pounds in ten seconds. You know, I don't see anything like that. Right. Well, I mean, it definitely was a problem. <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah. I, I think, I think, well, and you were, again, you, you weren't using it as much, right? Um, oh, yeah, no, I don't use it as much. On this article on the computer, though, if I scroll down, there's some clickbait there. <laughs> when you scroll down from what? On your uh, <laughs> TechCrunch article. <laughs> is clickbait on the anti-clickbait article? Is it really? <laughs> Pretty funny. Well, I just, you scroll on. Isn't it all these ads here too? Like, uh, <laughs> search any name and see why this site is so addicting. Oh yeah, good point. Well, and then they got a funny. picture of some hot young whatever. You know, that's how they try to get you. <laughs> oh wow. But um, crazy. yeah, I, I'm sure this. It, it's it's good to get rid of this definitely because nine times out of ten, maybe even ten times out of ten, most of this stuff is just a waste of time, and they're just Junk. doing it for ads. Yeah. Well, right, so, and they're they're obviously TechCrunch has to make money. They have to do it somehow. So I totally get. Oh that. yeah, I don't want to be downing people on. Yeah, See, but no, double-edged sword here. Yeah, it is. It is like there pays for stuff, but we don't like your. But clickbait. this clickbait was recommended for me. <laughs> you have to click on it. Now. Good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'd be a sucker not to click on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, we can all agree. Click, clickbait's bad. It's terrible. Uh, I like this. I like this a lot. Matt, it's nice that they're you know trying to help mitigate that to get rid of it. So, good. Matt, what are you talking about tonight, man? Man, guy, hey. dude. Ooh. I've got one from uh, Engadget, and yeah. the creators of Google's self-driving car now works for Uber, or the creator. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> so they didn't Ooh. just go out and hire him, but uh, the uh, Uber bought an autonomous truck startup called. I think it's Otto, O-T-T-O, uh, for up to $680 million. Um, and Otto was founded and staffed by four members of Google's self-driving car team. <laughs> uh, I think that's Sammy. Uh, but uh, I think it's up to... No, it's Otto. Right around, uh, Otto. <laughs> right around 100 staff members uh, were part of this company. Um, and their mission wasn't to create a self-driving car, autonomous car. It's to... Uh, create a, a retrofit kit that can go onto or bolted onto existing vehicles, so trucks. Uh, so just all the fleet of trucks we've got out there, uh, you'd buy some kit, you could retrofit it, and then you could have a autonomous truck. You know, basically using the the rig that you already have. You turn it into <laughs> Optimus Prime, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Without the transforming, of course. It transforms it or, into or a the talking. Truck. I don't. Or does it? It talks. No. This guy or this? Uh, I don't. Yeah, 
I don't. I think they're still in the very early stages. It, it didn't sound like they had had a kit out there. I think it's more of the research uh, phase that they're in. Um, this was also announced on Uber's blog, so it is official. Um, but uh, I thought this this was a, a pretty cool article, just showing that Uber is trying to get into the self-driving car uh, business. Kind of speculated that they'd probably want that. They have a fleet of people driving cars. They could save just a ton of cash. Uh, for better or worse, you know, bad for the the drivers, losing a bunch of jobs, uh, but then probably driving down prices, and I'm, I'm sure they're excited about that. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I know a while back, this was uh, I want to say this was hinted at by what's his face, <laughs> Elon Musk, right? They or was it hinted? Was it hinted at in a? He didn't really come out and say it, but I know there was talks that they were going in the direction of, of more of a, of a Google, of a self-driving sort of service, right? At one point, uh, Tesla and Elon Musk. I think yeah. they're trying to make self-driving cars as well. Um, so I'm not, it's not clear to me if those are going to be consumer. Oh, ones sorry, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I was. <laughs> Saying Uber, uh, I was thinking Uber was Tesla. No, okay, never mind. That's <laughs> I think Tesla is totally different to companies, though. Cars as well. Are they trying to make self driving or were they just trying to make the electric one? Electric and then uh, also, yeah, I guess everyone's going that route now. The whole self driving, yep, it seems like you'd be pretty behind the times if you didn't uh, at least start looking into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I have no idea why I was confusing Uber with Tesla. <laughs> That's weird. But just the, the whole car yeah, forget, thing. Isn't Uber partnering with someone else for self-driving cars? I forget who. Was it Ford or was it Toyota? Oh, really? I someone, I thought. I thought I heard that. I don't know. Don't quote me on hmm. that. I thought it was someone. Who, who was doing that? Who was partnering with them? I mean, who was, uh, who, what was the <laughs> company that was partnering with, with the, uh, the, the car companies? Uber was. Oh, okay. So this is. I see. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they were gonna do something. Do they? They don't have like I'm not too familiar, but they they don't have uh, like a a certain company that they use primarily. It's all. I know there's some guidelines to what your vehicle needs to be to be an Uber driver, right? But they don't restrict you to certain manufacturers or anything currently, do they? Not not that you guys would <laughs> necessarily have the answer to that, but. It, it, I, I know. don't think so. Yeah, I think it just has to be well maintained and right, know, and presentable. Sure, makes sense. Well, sure. So the, I think this is good. I, you know, again, mm-hmm. and I think we've talked about you know competition and or healthy competition and things like that. And and this is, I think, I think it's good that other companies are starting to take an interest now, and mm-hmm. maybe that'll get Google to up their game a little bit on this, and you know. Good things. Glad to see it's, it's starting to take if, shape. Is, is Google coming out with an actual car themselves, or are they going to do software for it? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, or, or partner with another company. One of their. I mean, I guess yeah. I'm just curious about that versus like I know they're they've been doing stuff with cars. At least that's what the rumor mill is. But I know so is Apple. But it seems like Apple wants to build a whole full fledged. The only thing car. I want to know with Google is when I'm getting Google Fiber. But <laughs> that seems like that's a good point. That seems like a much more likely thing I'd get first, but <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> I mean, we've heard a lot about self-driving cars with them, and and you know we we can't we can't have this article without saying I'm really looking forward to self-driving cars. Ooh. Don't forget that <laughs> that that <laughs> one guy is just groaning. <laughs> Not that he listens or anything, but <laughs> I think we called him out on one show over that comment, but. <laughs> No, it's true. Yeah, I. You know what? I. I. I don't know. I. I. I like the idea of self-driving cars. Um, I like the full idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that mixed with the service, that's kind of the idea I like. Maybe not necessarily owning a car. I'm sure someday it's really going to be a big thing. It, I mean, it's just going to be years and years, right? Before, before that becomes yeah. regular. Because at one point, I'm sure you know, automatic all kinds of stuff on cars <laughs> wasn't a thing, right? And it just took time. 
I mean, I've got feeling that's going to happen. You know, if something like Uber gets this, I think it could happen pretty quick because if you've got a fleet of self-driving cars on the road, uh, mm-hmm. and then they've got whatever, I'm sure whatever tech capturing all the stuff in case an accident happens, so that mm-hmm. they can kind of pin it on whoever ran into them. So that could drive up insurance prices, uh, which might, you know, gently hint at people, hey, maybe I, I shouldn't have a, a you know, an on, you know, car driven by humans. Maybe I should either get a self-driving car or look in, and use services like Uber. So I definitely think that once they start hitting the road, I think it's going to be the insurance prices and, and things like that in terms of once once accidents happen, can the self-driving, do they have enough data on the self-driving cars to say, you know, it wasn't our fault, what's pinned on whoever did it? Ooh, um, so I self-driving know. cars, which means the pedestrian will be at fault as well as dead. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about pedestrians, but I was just thinking for their- That's where my mind just went right now. I'm it's, thinking it's, car on car action. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. But uh, This is your oh, fault, Optimus. I know there's a lot of data, uh, or a lot of, I think there's a lot of talk on, and there was another podcast, I, not to get too far off topic, but there's another podcast, they had a really good discussion about, um, you know, if you're getting a car that's self-driving, do you want them to protect you, or do you want the car to protect the p- pedestrian, or, you know, like it's that- I don't know, it's it's that scenario where do we try to avoid the the pedestrian or the, the the biggest crash with the most fatalities at the expense of your life, or do we try to save you but at the expense of you know whoever the car falls into's life or whatever? So then there's that up and down like you know who do we protect more? Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's that old that old dilemma. <laughs> that old dilemma. That's right. I don't know. I just, you know, and can you write software? Two friends are hanging off the ledge. Which one do you pick or whatever, right? (laughs) What's that? You know, one of those things like if you had to save one friend or the other, that type of thing. It's along along those lines. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Shane. I would do my best to save both. I would do my best to save everyone and, uh, yeah. Not good enough. We're both dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's just both, Shane. I was going to say, Matt, you're, the the whole um, the part about you know testing and, and for safety and everything. It actually kind of reminded me of the airline industry too, and how long that maybe took to to get off the road, right? Because and and maybe that's a bad example because I actually feel like they're. I mean, how long was it before? I mean, was it like a hundred? It wasn't even a hundred years before when the first, you know, when the first aircraft took off to when the first like commercial aircraft took off right that was i don't i don't even know what year that was offhand but like a commercial jet yeah exactly yeah i'm sure they had to do a lot of testing and i'm sure there's a lot of people that were like oh i don't know and it took time for you know them to build stats on like oh yeah flying is the safest form of travel and then right you know they have so many regulations and so many like I used to work at an airport and I just saw that like, you know, whenever, even if a plane taxied in and accidentally hit something, they would take it in. They would have to make sure they do a whole bunch of tests on whatever little part either might've had a crack or even a dent or whatever, just to make sure everything was working perfectly on it. And I don't know, I mean, I guess bring that into cars if they can do something like that. But, um, I know with airplanes, it's just huge with that holy crap i didn't even realize 1914 was the first commercial flight that was a lot earlier than i realized (laughs) wow but i'm sure they've you know they learned a lot then and they've learned a lot since then yeah and a lot of that is actually automated i think you know the maybe not necessarily take off and landing but maybe the majority of a long-term flight is probably i think people were a lot riskier back then maybe (laughs) and and maybe a lot a lot lower standards because look look we could fly yeah. What more do we need? We got this. Right. Like, how many crashes before? I, yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm sure there were some growing pains, if you want to call it. We're, we're sitting at, like, what? We had one, what? Was there one fatality or one injury or something that's come from um, self-driving cars so far or something like that? And I feel like people... One fatality, out. and I think it was Tesla. And I think he was watching a DVD when he should have been having his hands on the wheels. And it was a beta version of the software. Right. From what I remember. Okay. <laughs> yep, Betamax. Probably Tesla. Yeah, he he probably needed to pick one friend or the other, and he didn't pick either of them. That's why one died. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Um, maybe he did. I, I mean, you know, I saved one. It, what's that? 
he did make the decision, picked one friend over the other, so they they both didn't die. Actually, he died. He died. The guy died. He, man, he did. Yeah. Don't speak but, of. Uh, I, I think it's just like, you know, pushing next, 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 whenever I see those terms and conditions or whatever. Yeah, this is beta software. You should have your hands on the wheel. You should do this, this, and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, fine. the guy didn't do it. So. <laughs> Not saying like, you know, like he should, maybe he was a little bit more comfortable because he's always been in, you know, you know, driving and he's like, oh yeah, nothing goes wrong. I don't know the whole story f- behind it. But. I feel like you shouldn't be able to have beta software when it comes to something like that. <laughs> well, I, I think production wise you shouldn't, but I, he was testing it. So isn't, isn't Gmail beta? still beta? No, not anymore. That's like, I got beta software on this chainsaw. <laughs> or you download the, the, the newest version of beta on your Just you start know, iPhone spinning in circles. Day. And then you're like, why isn't this working? <laughs> okay, cool, awesome. Okay. Cool, thanks, Matt. Excellent job. <laughs> Winning at life. All right, Tony, what do you got, man? Oh, boy. <laughs> no, boy. No. Yes, um, I found this. Um, actually, it's on the website called Inhabitat. Mm-hmm. Dot com and it seems like a kind of a health like a nature website um and it I'll, I'll admit this i was just browsing facebook one day and i saw a little advertisement here so boom i found this it was not clickbait it looks oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and it actually it looks like it's a kickstarter but anyway what it is it's um it looks like um it's almost like a pill it's like a huge <laughs> but one side of it's like cut off it's like solid so you can kind of put it flat on on a on the ground or on a surface but um what it is, it's a portable mini generator that harnesses uh, electronic power. Um, it's called E-Stream, and it's the world's smallest hydropower plant. And uh, I kind of thought, you know, with your, your the other podcast that you did or you used to do, Shane, where it's like, uh, you know, rediscovering nature in a digital world or whatever you said. I'm oh, sorry. so close. <laughs> ah, been a while. Sorry. Uh, You're fine. <laughs> I could keep trying, but I won't. But, uh, but it's it's... What they wanted to do is, um, you know, some people have phones, they have um, cameras, and they want to take pictures of them. Obviously, everything takes power. But, you know, you want to be outdoors and you want to camp and stuff. And this kind of gives you a way to to charge a device that's basically like a battery. And then, you know, it uses USB. It's got a USB port on it. And um, it'll connect to your, either your iPhone or your camera or, or I think they talked about GoPro cameras as well. and Or even tablets. Um, and what it is, it's a turbine, so you can kind of put it in the water, any streaming water. And now um, you voided your warranty. <laughs> no. This thing should be waterproof. Yeah, don't put your device in there. It's actually <laughs> just for the power. The, 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 now drop the, the entire thing. <laughs> drop the thing. You take the, the, uh, the curved part of the pill box off, and then these turbines uh, open up. Mm. And uh, again, it, it looks like a mini fan, if, if you will, like a small one. The, there's a there's a good video on their Kickstarter. Kind of shows you exactly what it does. Speaking and, of which, um, sorry, real quick, I just wanted to, before I forget the the rumor about the the iPhone next iPhone being waterproof. I thought that no one's talking about that right today. I don't think so. This is the last article. So anyway, I I hope that's true. Go on. Me too. I think the last <laughs> sort of waterproof. I don't know. Anyway, um. Water resistant, at least. But mm. um, yeah, this is um, you can you definitely can kind of just you know you tie it to something and then you know you just basically have a, a running stream of water like a you know anything like a, a river or creek or something and you just let let it just charge it up. It just runs the the turbines and it charges up. Um, takes about four point five hours to charge completely. I did not get how much charge it gets or you know um, uh, or any kind of tech specs on it. They really didn't. They didn't go into that about it or how much. But the other thing they talked about was, um, I believe it's uh, two times faster to um, um, charge devices than um, if you were to plug it into a wall. And that would be your iPhone or your, you know, your camera or anything. So they really want to be able to have you charge stuff quickly and then, um, um, you know, get out there, just, you know, enjoy the outdoors. Um, and then one guy had it on his like a, you know, you can have it on your canoe or your. Uh, um, your kayak or whatever, and you just kind of connect it to the back of it. And, uh, you know, you just kind of set it and forget it. And what it also is, is when you kind of have it together is it, it's also a lantern. So it's a light and it's waterproof completely. So I kind of thought that was, um, <laughs> that, that was nice too, as a, as a light for outdoors when you're sleeping. Matt, what do you think? I know you always have a nice little fun comment. Oh, yeah, <laughs> How much is it? They That's have- another thing. There's no price on it. And again, it's Kickstarter, which sometimes I'm a little flaky at doing Kickstarters because, 
you know, this could turn out to be, you know, you know, vaporware, nothing. But um, other times, this could definitely kick off. So, yeah, get the kick off. I have a fun comment. Well, I have two fun comments. First of well, all, well, yeah, you like you got your you know your other podcast for rediscovering yeah, nature, absolutely you know, global society or whatever uh, it's called. All I can suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> all I can suddenly think of is the all the kids that are playing Pokemon Go are now going to go to the water. <laughs> They're just going to be ooh, in canoes ooh. now, right. in hordes. <laughs> Like, they're gonna get mad that they dropped their eyes forever. In the water they're just gonna live. They're not waterproof. They're just gonna live on the water now, and they'll 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 live off of fish and Pokemon. The game's still going on. I thought it was done. Oh yeah, I'm still playing. Yeah, why not? Sure, <laughs> I'm level Is nineteen. Thought, no, yeah, yeah. no, but I'm uh, caught a few new ones recently. Good times. Did you get the gym? Did you win the gym? Is there did you win the gym? <laughs> I did. Uh, I did a couple times. Uh, ideally, you want to do it with friends because then you can like, you know, multiple people simultaneously. Or to the gym. Or, or yeah, good for you. <laughs> the real gym. Nothing to do with what Pokemon is though. No. But yeah. Uh, like, yeah. This is neat. Yeah, this is a cool man. Neat. I. Uh, I I thought it was kind of nice. It looks like they got a hundred and fifty, four hundred and fifty-five backers and. Um, their goal is eighty thousand um, dollars. Oh yeah, my got other days to go, and they're at a, they're actually at one hundred and eleven thousand. So they kind of have met their goal. Nice. My other smartass comment was going to be: Does it take any liquid stream? Do you Ooh. know? Hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing not. <laughs> I think we need. It's got a. I think the diameter of the stream has to be a little bit bigger than the diameter of the turbines. Okay, so <laughs> that's fair. And we need we need a we need a good amount. We need of, a very uh, large creature then. Uh, an elephant? Yeah. Would that work? <laughs> I don't think an elephant would work. I think it's too narrow. If we're talking about you know <laughs> urinating. Oh boy! Well, I wasn't gonna say it, Tony. Jeez. Well, I thought you'd just sit there and spin the fan with your finger. <laughs> well, what do you think we were talking about? <laughs> Well, we're talking about liquid, are we not? You, yeah. said, you said liquid, did you? No, stream. no, you're sick. You have a sick mind. <laughs> you said stream. How else am I supposed to interpret that? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> good, good. Okay, so very good. I I think uh, this is this is great. I this actually <laughs> kind of makes me want to do more canoeing and stuff. To be honest, or more camping. I thought that'd be nice. I know. Uh, what is it? The we did the we did the canoeing a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't good at it, and Shane yelled at me. Did I? <laughs> it's possible. You got frustrated when we went on the circle, like our second revolution or whatever. I got nowhere to talk. <laughs> I Matt, to catch up to these guys. And then we saw a bald eagle, and I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Matt and I bro- broke a canoe once pretty much. Because, well, I'm sure it was my fault, but <laughs> somehow got wedged. camping. I barely see water in a natural setting at that point. Who knows? Matt and I... Matt and I somehow got wedged perfectly between <laughs> the, the river. Like, what? What the heck? That was was that the year we were just doing all the rapids for some reason, and then yeah, yeah, we got to think how fast you could charge this thing with rapids. Hit yeah. a rock nose on, and then the canoe slowly turned to go sideways with the the stream, and then we got out, and then it tilted over in the way that would catch the most water. And then the canoe kind of folded its took, way out. Took out, Ooh. took on all the water, and then you had one of those folding canoes. Wow! And no, but somehow, yeah, it was one of those like old town ones, and but it somehow folded back, and like there was just a little bit of damage, and it, but it still worked fine. And yeah. thankfully, we weren't <laughs> we weren't stranded after that. Did you guys have your life jackets on? Oh, I don't safety know. first, right? Probably they're at least in the canoe. That's I think that's the only rule, but. But the uh, <laughs> what was the other thing with that? Uh, with the canoe. I think we. I don't it's think real. we actually lost anything either. Like <clears throat> unlike the time I lost my shoe, but that's another story. <laughs> lost it by just dropping it in the water. That was an experiment. Yeah. It, yeah. It really was. <laughs> Note to self: uh, Converse shoes don't. <laughs> Calling out company names here. Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know if it's just their shoes or any any shoes that'll, that that won't fall. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's probably an issue. Anyway, an issue? that's <laughs> an issue or an issue with shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty neat. Good stuff. Good times. Yeah. Anything else, Tony? I think that should do it. All right. Let's do 
one of these. What do you think? Well, let's, yeah. Mm, mm, here we go. Let's do it. Here we go. XP Boost. Okay, so Matt brought up a nice little idea the other day, and that was we're going to start doing a series of these, a series of XP Boost uh, segments. And today, so this one's going to be about, uh, what, what are we calling this? Photo sharing services or photo uh, syncing? What are we calling this? Yep, that's it. Matt? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Just online photo, uh, I guess, storage, backup, yeah. what have you. Online photo storage, backup, syncing, storage, solution, device, things. Don't forget the word service. <laughs> Online photo Sorry. services. Maybe we should just say. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Uh, seems simple enough. And specifically, specifically, we're talking about Amazon Photos today. And I don't have a lot of experience with this one, so I'm going to be taking a little bit of a a listen here and, and learning some stuff because and I think this is what primarily Matt and and Tony. You've worked with it a bit. Is that or no? Do I got that? Uh, right? Yeah. I'd... Well, I'm seeing how it is, but uh, I'm I'm in the middle of migrating stuff. So, but uh, we'll let we'll let Matt start talking about it, and I can kind of chime in. Yeah, I will say that I I downloaded it unless once. I want unless he wants me to talk first. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the guy that knows what he's talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Ouch! <laughs> I'm kidding. So me, <laughs> no. whoever knows well, whoever wrote these notes up should probably go. What do you say? Uh, Sound like yeah, a plan? Start out. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're gonna. I think we're gonna try and do a series of photos, starting out with Amazon Photos. Um, so I'll, I'll get into just, I guess, the stats right now. So the fo- photo only plan, uh, that's unlimited photos. Uh, it just costs eleven ninety nine per year, so about a buck a month, which is pretty good. Uh, and it comes with five gigabytes for other files. Uh, it gives you technically the Amazon Drive, uh, unlimited photos, and then five gigabytes for other stuff. And that other stuff includes videos too. So it's not unlimited videos. It's, it's unlimited photos. If you take a lot of videos with your phone, uh, that's going to count against your five gigabytes uh, for the whole plan. Now, this one is actually included with Amazon Prime. I think that was my big motivation for trying it out. Uh, I am a Prime subscriber, so get it for free, which was kind of cool. Um, I don't know why I always forget that Amazon does all these apps and extra stuff that just kind of come with Prime, but... Uh, Every now and again, I have to take a look at what they've got and, and see how it works out. Um, and if you want to do a totally unlimited plan, uh, that one's $59.99 per year, so 5 bucks a month, so it's still pretty reasonable. You can store you know, unlimited videos, unlimited photos, all that good stuff. Um, so the biggest uh, driver for this right now is I'm using Dropbox for photos, or I previously was using Dropbox for photos, and that didn't allow, uh, without sharing the same Dropbox account, with, with my wife and having us both see all the photos at once, I could pretty much have access to all the photos. She couldn't, uh, hers would still sync the photos and I'd just kind of suck them into my account uh, to keep them all in one place. So this is kind of nice. We can both upload to the same Amazon account, uh, see all of our photos at, at once, um, and kind of go from there. Um, I guess the, the downfall would be if you do have separate accounts uh, for Kindle devices or, or what have you, uh, this might be uh, kind of, might not work out very well for you. Uh, because you you would have to, although yeah, I think with the Photos app, actually you can sync to one account. So you'd, you'd pick one account and you'd want to be the uh, primary account and have both uh, log into that account through your Photos iOS app. Um, so that's those are the details about how the uh, how the space and stuff works. I'm going to go right on to the desktop app. Uh, and I actually haven't had much uh, experience with this. So the, the actual, I guess the Amazon desktop app doesn't have a sync like Dropbox. I think it's just bulk uploads and downloads. You can just say, I want to upload these files. I want to download this folder. Kind of like the website. You can do the same thing on the website and just drag a bunch of photos onto it, upload them, um, other files, or you can just download specific files. But there's no, hey, here's a folder. I, I throw stuff into it. Uh, it syncs it back up to the cloud. If I throw something out on, some, on a different device, it's going to go and be sucked down onto my, my computer. So they don't actually have something like that, which I, I thought was kind of uh, kind of odd. Um, but there are third-party syncing solutions. Uh, the one that Amazon recommended is called OSync. Uh, I think they've actually been around for a while. I think Shane tried them out for um, a while back. I it, tried it. it. O Drive, right? O Drive, yeah. Is it O Drive? Yeah. Did I misquote it? Yeah, it's called O Drive. Sorry. That's uh, okay. The, I was... 
the main point of that one was if you've got a bunch of cloud services, you would get O Drive and you'd attach it to all your cloud services, Dropbox, Google Drive, Amazon Drive, and it would sync all those into one folder that you can uh, you just kind of manage the one folder instead of having all, the, all kinds of apps laying around and, and different syncing things. Uh, but you can use this one just for Amazon Drive if you want. That gives you the syncing like Dropbox. Um, so that's that's what I did. Um, and I, I guess I'm not going to go too much into O-Drive, but uh, you can grab that as kind of the syncing client, uh, which I think is a little bit better. Um, Tony, you've said you've worked with a desktop app. Any any thoughts other than that? Um, it is pretty basic. And I just I used it a little bit just now, um, well, a couple hours ago. But yeah, there's an upload where you can select a, a folder, and it'll upload everything in the folder. Um, I got to say, the first time I tried it, I got a couple errors. And I don't know if it's because I had it on a thumb drive, just some pictures to try out. And they weren't really in a folder. They were just on like, well, what, you know, the USB drive was like E drive. And I just said, all right, look at anything in the E drive error. As soon as I put those pictures in a folder on the E drive and then selected that folder, then it worked. So I thought I was a little like, I don't know, tedious. <laughs> but then I, I was able to download everything just fine. You know, a um, couple of preferences were just, um, you can select what bandwidth you want what, to upload and download. Um, it's just basically got a, a line one through four for both of them. Um, but you can also set, you know, kilobit kilobytes per second for both of them too. So that's something if you want to get granular with your, your bandwidth downloading and uploading separately. Um, the other thing was it'll show you notifications for downloading and uploading. Um, it'll start Amazon on startup. So that's just some other stuff. And then you can either don't upload hidden files or you can upload hid hidden files. And that's pretty much the, just the the uh up, or the I should say the settings they give you with the uh, the actual the client and that's on um, I'm on Windows 10 right now so I, I didn't play around with the Mac version of it but I got to think it's probably similar to it for for the desktop client yeah it's kind of funny they worked on uh, throttling upload and download and didn't, didn't include a sync I know, I, right I thought they had <laughs> sync a while ago and then they pulled it which I I thought they did too, because yeah, I tried when I first heard about this. I'm like, I should try this, and it's like, oh, I don't want another one because I'm using a couple already. And I was like, I just kind of ignored it for a while <laughs> until now, kind of thing. But I don't know. I can get into why I'm trying it now too after you're after you're done. Cool. Um, so I guess onto the the web app, um, and the web app is kind of a, a mixture of the desktop app and the iOS app. Uh, I haven't tried the Android app, but uh, you can drop things into it. Uh, to upload and you can download things to it. Uh, it also has, it pretty much just takes all of your photos, creates this huge stream, uh, you know, a large kind of infinitely scrollable screen to to go to the different photos. I think they're both about three photos wide and then just however many you have. Uh, so it's, it's actually pretty nice though. They, they have each month they'll put a kind of a, a block where a photo would be and say what month it is. You can generally on the, the right hand side select a month or year uh, to kind of scroll to that, that section so you can quickly get from one to the next. Um, and then it also has a this day option, which shows you photos that happened on the exact same day years back, depending on how many years of photos you have. Uh, you can also choose, uh, it's called this week option, which is just things that happened this week throughout the years. So I thought that was actually pretty cool, uh, a nice option. It, that's not in the iOS app, but uh, I'm hoping they'll bring it to the, the iOS app. Um, mm -hmm. so, so that's kind of nice. Um, and I guess this is kind of leading right into the iOS app. Um, it does do the auto uploads from your camera roll, uh, just like Dropbox, just like uh, Google Drive. I think most of these do those, um, but it kind of checks that box. Um, again, just scrolling through all the images, you can create albums. Um, I haven't created them yet. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm kind of looking for something hands-off, so that, that wasn't really a selling point for me, but it does check the box there. They have albums if you want to create one for a trip you're on or, or something like that. Uh, there's pretty much two two ways to use it. You've got this infinite scrolling up and down. You can swipe right to get to options, uh, which I, I'm trying to think what all the options were. Something you know about how you can manage your cache to say how much space you want to take up. Uh, the options were 500, one gig, or two gigs. 500 megabytes, one gig, two gig. Uh, so it'll just kind of limit how much it takes on uh, space on your phone. So that was kind of nice. Um, and then again, you scroll to the left, you get the list of years and months that you can quickly jump to. So it's pretty basic, but uh, it definitely checks all the boxes. Uh, I, I liked it a lot better than the Dropbox photo uh, app, and the Dropbox used to have one called Carousel, uh, and I think this is better than that as well. So 
I don't know. Yeah, it's an entry level kind of photo app. It feels like it checks all the boxes. Uh, feels pretty nice. Uh, what do you think, Tony? Um, overall, or just with the iOS app? Uh, let's start with the app. The app. Um, oh, I thought it was good, and yeah, I remember seeing about the cache too. And I think they gave you a, a recommended of one gig or two gigs. I think they wanted you to go bigger on that um, versus the small version, um, which I think I did since. Uh, you know, I got a 64 gig iPhone, so I thought that was okay. But um, you know, people that are looking for saving storage, you know, might want to go a little, little less than that. Um, but yeah, I'm currently kind of transitioning off. I use, I guess, if I want to go out to, I, I'm all, I'm looking for that, that really great photo app, and uh, you know, a place where I can kind of just have all my pictures, you know, with, with doing the least amount of work possible, because you know. <laughs> Every day, they're just getting more and more. I'm not deleting anything. I'm adding. <laughs> so, um, and right now, I'm probably about halfway done to have Amazon, and I do use Amazon Prime too. Um, so you kind of get that free with it. Um, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably yeah, uh, about halfway through, and I, I do find it kind of slow. And I, I guess it has to be it, whether it be through, um, it is through Wi-Fi. Maybe I could make it faster if I had faster Wi-Fi. I don't know, but. Um, I'm kind of, yeah. I don't know what you what you thought about that, man. I thought it was slow too, but then I checked my activity monitor, and it's pretty much maxing out my upload speed for my service <laughs> provider. So it's oh, okay. it has nothing to do with so, the app or Amazon or O Drive. Uh, it was all mm -hmm. just it's pretty much maxed out what I've what I've got. And yeah, sure. I'm got 140, close to 140 gigabytes worth of stuff I'm trying to upload. So it takes it's mm -hmm. been taking a few days. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Yeah. So, yeah, the hands-off approach is nice to just have something. I do like the interface when I go to Amazon's website to to look at them, and, and I do like how they have them separated by years and dates and things like that. And then, like, where you are, like, a year ago or whatever. Or And I was looking at this, this what is it, the day of or this week or whatever, um, and it does show some pictures like, oh, a couple years ago, this is what was going on. And I, I, I do like that. It kind of reminds me of the best photo program ever which totally went out of business what was that called again <laughs> yeah Everpics, yeah that was the holy grail i don't know why oh my god they, they were ahead of their time and then uh, oh i just that was great and then they went under and that sucked but um this was four so yeah. years ago by the way if anyone yeah. <laughs> is wondering about this yeah it's quite a while uh, they were they were they were great and now everyone's all the, the heavy hitters as in like google or Microsoft or you know Amazon, they're trying to catch up to what they had, and um, but yeah, just I'm looking for something, and right now I'm using Apple, and I'm kind of not sure if I like that, and now kind of combining stuff because I'm getting married, and I we have two Amazon accounts, and I guess we could maybe get rid of one, and then we would still have, then we would both be able to log into one on one device, and then all the pictures would go into one account, and I, I'm. Kind of liking that. I don't know if we really need two Amazon accounts. I'm still contemplating that, but I think like Kindle uh, purchases, if you have have them, would be Kindle. probably the biggest. Yeah, that's true. No Kindle, as far as I know, and there might be Kindle purchases. I don't, I, I don't have any. But um, oh. what I did see with Amazon Prime is because because we we kind of merged our accounts, so they have like the family plan merge or whatever. And my fiance, she actually had Prime before I did, so I kind of. Latched on her in a way, so I have Prime now, so that's kind of cool. But what I don't have is Amazon Music. That I'd have to pay a whole separate Prime account for just to get the Amazon Music. Oh, that's But funny. she has it under her account because she signed up for Prime. So it might benefit us both to share an Amazon account because then we'd both be able to get Amazon Music if we both wanted it, you know. So I don't think that would be an issue, but I'm just – Maybe I want to weigh out the issues before. If I were to cancel my Amazon account or she cancel hers, then we just share one. And that's still, I, I don't see a reason why that wouldn't be an issue. Um, but I do like the idea of what I, like the ideal solution is, you know, we each have an iPhone or, you know, it could be any device, but taking pictures, both of us, and then going into one bucket or one, you know, one online service where we could both see them if we wanted to. And I really like that concept. And you know, we both have, we're both subscribing right now to Apple's, what is it, 200 gigs, you know, what is it, three bucks a month thing. And they don't have a solution like that. And 
I, I guess I thought maybe we could share an Apple ID, but and then just do that. But I think that's a lot more with you know iMessage, and I don't I don't know if I want to go that route. So this seems like this might actually be a good solution for us. So, but I'm kind of trying it out first by just throwing all my pictures to it, and then if we we do have some videos too, so then I might have to update that too. But um, yeah, I'm kind of curious if you'll make it under the five gigs or not. Yeah, I, I was surprised because I'm actually looking at it and I'm looking at videos. I'm like, oh yeah, there's videos. I have videos. I didn't know I had videos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you do. You, you accumulate some. Hey, there's a couple of videos of you, Matt. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, but uh, but we'll see. It's 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 as always a work in progress and just testing it out just to see what I want to do. Just and and just not be like I don't want the admin work where I'm going through you know thousands of pictures just to do something to them. I just want to look at them, and I like the year feature, um, so that's kind of nice too, where you can kind of actually just, I mean, pictures provide value when you're looking at them, but if you're not looking at them, what's the point? So it's nice to have something like that to uh, to kind of, you know, look at them. Um, oh, yeah, this is what was going on a year ago, two years ago, whatever. So, um, and not just, you know, being in, you know, the internets where no one's looking at them. But, uh, yeah, I, I do like it so far, so let's see. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I, I definitely, the, the thing I liked about it was that you go in the app and you can sign in just for the one app, whereas Apple mm -hmm. Photos, you've got to sign in for pretty much your whole phone and say, here is the iCloud account, which, you know, for some oh, yeah. some regard, that's actually pretty nice where you sign in once, but then you can't share your iCloud account just for photos and then use it for, you know, other apps, use a different account. So yeah. their whole family sharing kind of stinks right now. Yeah. I'm interested to try them out. Um, and I'm not sure if we want to try out Apple Photos next week. And then uh, I kind of want to put off Google because uh, I think I'm going to probably really like it. But I'm not sure if I, I like their terms of uh, service. I know. I don't know about the terms of service. But I actually have been using Google, too, just to test them out, too. Just But we can talk about them at another time. I don't know what we're doing next week. Do we want to um, do Apple next week? <laughs> we do Apple. I um, So the thing about Apple... I feel like I don't do a lot with it. <laughs> I don't. I I've been using. That's it. kind of the beauty of it. Yeah, but, right. Uh, but that also leads to not being able to say much about it on the show. Oh, yeah. But that's true. But yeah, I mean, I can uh, try to do a little more, investigate a bit more to see if there are things that I can do with it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because um, right now, the way it stands is it's kind of. Well, my photos are getting uploaded. All right, just all in the background. <laughs> they're here. They're there. They're what's well, yes. it's it's nice with Apple. Not to get too far off is if I take a picture somewhere else and then like Kay's on my laptop and um, she wants to see that picture, or whatever. It's like already on my laptop. You know, there's no syncing. There's no nothing. If I take a picture, it's on iCloud. It's on my. It's on all my Apple devices. It's ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get a cord out like back in the good old days of, you know, steam powered and horses. And no. <laughs> I think that's, that's the ideal thing. I think it's just once you throw in a family plan or try and yeah. consolidate things, it just throws a whole wrench into that hole. That's true. And I, you know, I, everyone's got their little family plan option, but it doesn't account for the storage because they want everyone, I think they have their own storage. I don't know. Yeah, it's all separate. Plus, if you actually want to share something, you have to go and kind of opt in. Which kind of thinks there's not just a hey, just share everything I have, which is kind of how I would want. Yeah, to. I yeah, like yeah, I, I won't talk too much about Apple right now, but I because I, we'll do that next time. But yeah, so yeah, stay tuned. But um, one thing I just want to say is um, with Amazon, it looks like they don't degrade your photos at all, like some other programs might do or services. Like I was able to. Um, like I, I got a camera that has does raw, which is like a, I don't know, it, it, I did a, a picture where it was like a 20 meg file, and um, it, uh, I, I uploaded it and I downloaded it, and there was there was nothing. It still stayed the same. So um, I just wanted to see something of that because I know some things like Google likes to, if you go for the free option, they will, um, what is it, decompress or compress their, their I think file? They slow it down, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. scale down photos. So if you get like a really nice expensive DSLR camera and then you're throwing it up to free Google, you know, then it's kind of pointless in a way. Like you're getting some of that the resolution and the color and all that stuff taken out of it. So yep. that's actually a really good point. Um, and I did notice that uh, using the app at upload photos, it'd be full res. I'd go, you know, go to the site, go to the website, download the file, 
verify it's the exact same image, but then using the app, I think it does for performance reasons, so you don't have to download all these images. I think it does grade them a little bit when you're looking at them on your... It makes like a thumbnail or whatever? Yeah, it gives, it gives you a thumbnail, and then I think it still gives you just a, a more compressed image when you zoom in on it, but it, there, it does have the full, full image in the background. Story. Yeah, and one thing I noticed with um, again doing the, uh, the well the Nikon version of the RAW file, which I, I kind of forgot what the extension was, they don't have a thumbnail. No, it doesn't. Like when I was when I was looking at one of mine, I'm like, oh, it. it when I was looking on the, I should say the online version, um, it's weird. It didn't have a thumbnail. It just had a blank, uh, like square where the picture would go versus oh, other ones would. But it's weird when I was looking at it online. All I saw was like a zoomed-in thumbnail, like when I clicked on it. But yet I downloaded it, um, and then it worked out, and it looked great, and same file size, all that stuff. So I kind of th- I saw that janky, but I, I I know that a lot of people don't really deal with with the you know I'm just looking at the the highest of the high just to make sure that nothing's really getting compressed or whatever. But I, a lot of people really don't. They, you know, it's probably going to be JPEGs or maybe you know the PNG files or whatever. I don't know what people usually use, but. Uh, hmm. For the most part, I think mine are all JPEGs. Well, yeah, not having thumbnails doesn't sound like a great idea. <laughs> great thing. <laughs> That's kind of how I determine what's what. Early, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So cool. I mean, wait. So do we give this a star rating or <laughs> something? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I'm kind of wondering, maybe we should hold off until we've done the whole roundup Ooh. and then we can kind of give them all. And what are we? Like, I know we talked about Apple just now. We we kind of name dropped Google, but did we name which ones we're doing or should we do that? Or are we just like, surprise, we'll talk about <laughs> what we'll talk about next week. <laughs> well, we can, pl- we can, we can, let's leave it at those couple uh, possibilities for now and we'll see what we wind up with next week. Stay tuned. Ooh, what Ooh, that sounds like, uh, was it listen bait? <laughs> That's right. Listen, maybe we'll bring Ever Pick back or whatever it's called. Hot bait. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hot bait. Exactly. Hot bait. That's okay. That's okay. Right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Pretty informative stuff here. A lot of good info. Appreciate that. Way to go. Good job. Good job. Settle down, Shane. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> I do want to mention something quickly. I had a friend who listened to a previous episode and told me that I I think it was uh, like 54 or something was the episode number. And he wanted to make sure he was he was disappointed that we didn't bring up the what the Android equivalent of find my iPhone was. And apparently it's called Device Manager, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, for is that a Windows phone? Right, exactly. For <laughs> for that reason, <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Like the the name actually makes sense, but oh. yeah, and, and and it did other things along with finding. I believe it was was actually more for you know an all around device management sort of application, mm-hmm. but um, so that's out there that exists, and you know he also <laughs> commented about. Oh, you know, if we're more of a all-encompassing technology company, you know, Android is something, you know, it sounds like we talk a lot about Apple. My, my, uh, I will say to that, you know, uh. I did, I did respond and say, well, you know, we don't make, we really, we don't make any money off this show, so I can't just go around buying Android devices willy-nilly. Uh, mind you, I, I'd like to have an extra one lying around. If if we do at some point, uh, you know, I think we should, we should maybe get that Patreon going at some point here sooner than later. But if he wants to give me an Android device, I will review it and <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Yeah, exactly. And, and I had a cheap one. That and the fact that Apple Galaxy S7, let's go. That and the fact that Apple devices are just that easy to work with, and that's kind of the point of the show. <laughs> you know, uh, not to say that some Android devices might. I'm sure there are ones that are as easy to use out there. It's just that Apple in general tends to be, you know, the easiest, <laughs> the simplest of the simple, right? Oh, but, this could start playing more. <laughs> but but I did I did appreciate, you know, his feedback and everything, and I made sure to let him know that. And I wanted to also make sure to, to mention that on the show about, you know, the device manager and that that is an application out there that, that you can get. 
I, I wasn't sure. It sounded like it might have been... I don't remember if it was something Google put out or if it was a third-party one, but but at the same time, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if, if it, it comes standard. I, I think you might have to actually go go pick it up separately. But, you know, that's a, that's an option out there if you need to... Yeah. If you need to find your phone, probably a good thing to pick up. Uh, I install drivers that way, too, on my Windows computer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is what I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> so you can reach us, our website, you can reach us at niceguynetwork.com, niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Leave us a review on iTunes. Do a little search in there for Techies Podcast. If you wouldn't mind, we'd greatly appreciate that. We are on Stitcher and Alpha Geek Radio recording Sundays at 6, 7 central on channel 2. Our email address is techiespodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook and Twitter at techiespodcast. I should probably ask you guys at some point whether or not you feel like I should be bringing up the Twitter thing or not. If you're <laughs> but yeah, why not? Well, just, sure. we'll just do it this time. And if you guys tell me later, that's fine. You can say no more of this. But Tony, where can people find you? You can find me at tickiespodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> that's right. Now, did you say you deleted your Twitter now or something? A long time ago, yeah. <laughs> a long time ago? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Like a two months? I don't know. Okay. All this right. is fast business, Shane. <laughs> Matt, you using Twitter? I'm a, yep, I'm Hewlock on Twitter. H E W L O C K. I might bring it back again. We'll see. <laughs> bring it back. And I'm, back and I'm at Shave we'll Mad Ox. Check me out there. Find more shows at niceguynetwork.com. And anything else? Uh, Matt, anything from you? Nope. Tony? Nope. All Jane? right. No, I think that should about do it for today's show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it a lot. Always great. Always always great to hang out with you guys. I'm stalling right now. You too, Shane. And until next time. Take her easy. Uneventful. Please hang up and try again.